Welcome to that podcast, episode 153. I'm your co-host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, tell me time. For the Sox game today, I got a text from you saying, yep. so, Yeah, I played uh, played a bunch of music during the game, and uh, there you go, yeah, played a little supersonic, played some uh, Blur, played some uh, New Order, played some Cure, played yeah, all of them, you, yeah. Oh man, so my beloved White Sox, not a great weekend, <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, it started Friday, um, tied at one. We was the eighth inning. Your mean Mercedes gets a wall. I know it's ninth inning or eighth or ninth. It was the eighth, late eighth. Your mean Mercedes gets a walk. They bring in, um, or they had brought in a Chapman at that point. So it was a one-one game. Your mean Mercedes walk were pinch ran by Billy Hamilton. Uh, Lurie Garcia up to bat, bunts to get Hamilton over to second, but Chapman misfields the ball, so Lurie Garcia safe. We got first and second, nobody out. Andrew Vaughn up, who has just literally hit everything a thousand miles an hour. Anything he's connected with the last couple of weeks has been just rocket. It's a rocket. Um, unfortunately to the literal worst place you could hit a ball when it's first and second and nobody out, <laughs> um, 10 feet past third base, uh, Urshela easy. He was playing the line, obviously to, to prevent a run gets it steps on third, throws second, throws the first triple play. Uh, and then bottom nine yanks, bing, bang, boom yanks win the game, uh, Friday, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> it was like Triple play. Oh, here's like fuck. And then Saturday was an ass whooping. You you sometimes you just take one, you tip the hat, right? Mm-hmm. Um Garrett Cole, absolutely dealing. Absolutely dealing. Dealing. Um on Saturday. I mean, Saturday was a that was gonna be a tough road to hoe to begin with. Um, with Garrett Cole pitching, but it's like you stake them to a four or five nothing lead. Dylan Cease on the mound. He pitched okay, but fourth, fifth inning kind of fell apart. And then today, uh, today, another frustrating one. So, Sox down 4-3. Andrew Vaughn hits one 450. <laughs> like, crushes one. Ties game at four. Yeah, man. Uh, they load the bases. Liam Hendricks comes in and proceeds to walk the batter and Sox lose. So, um, yeah, yeah, two tough losses, uh, sandwiched out, outside of a Garrett Cole gem. So, the Sox are now a uh, game and a half in front of the tribe, uh, 
Sox are 26 and 19. Indians are 24 and 20. Uh, they've been playing so good up to this point. And today, and the last, this whole weekend was just a conflagration of uh, head slapping moments where you're just like, fuck, like <laughs> the entire weekend. It was just mm-hmm. like, you were so close for a lot of it. I mean, granted, Garrett Colts pitching Saturday. Right. There's not, I mean, that. look, you have to have a pitcher better than Garrett Cole and the Sox as good as their starting pitching has been. Uh, they are not that guy at all. Now I noticed this a lot today and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's indicative of the season or not, but Keuchel was given up a lot of two out hits. Um, unfortunately. Yeah. It seems to be the, the modus operandi as okay. we go in. Um, he's been, he's been okay. He's, he doesn't give up a lot of hits. He walks every so often, but that sinker just induces so many ground balls, you know, and today was, I don't know, maybe he was hanging a couple two tree, but mm-hmm. the Yankees were getting after it. And to be fair, Sox ended up tying the game. So, I mean, but things went south in a hurry, unfortunately. So um, Sox get swept, not great. But you uh, tip the cap and you move on. That's all you can do. So uh, the coup, Jay, what's about the coup in St. Lou? You tell me about the coup. Uh, Friday night was um, a Yaha party. Yeah, I looked so, up. Like, this is, this it was. Is it was like to uh, come down to St. Louis and do do it. Yeah, it was close early, and then I started getting work done. I got some stuff done. I looked up, and they were up like ten to four. <laughs> yeah, like. What happened? Like it was close, and then Cubs exploded. They did, and then uh, the next day, it was really close, and it was it was tight. It Two was one. one, and then uh... I mean, Asley looks like he was dealing seven innings, five hits, two runs earned, six strikeouts, no walks. I mean, that's <clears throat> that should get you a win. Yeah, normally, normally. It should. That's a win. Um, the Cardinals threw your threw their bullpen at you and ended up winning. Like Nicholas only pitched four innings, three hits, one runner and one walk, three strikeouts. Yeah. So, I mean, like you, that's something the coup should have taken advantage of, but they didn't. It was weird. Um, As he was pitching, I think he, he hurt himself somehow because the last couple of pitches he threw were like 86 and they were nowhere near the plate. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Nicholas. Okay. Yeah. He just, I, and then he was out the next inning. So, right. Um, that was your chance. She jumped on that and they, yeah, have, they did not. Uh, Cubs and Cardinals playing tonight as we record this. Uh, actually, they're going to first pitch is about 15 minutes away, roughly. Um, the Cubs, as we stand right now, are hold on, let me uh, get my computer working. Here we go. Uh, they're in second place. Three games out from the Cardinal. If they can win tonight, they'll be two games out from the Cardinal. That's how that works. And uh, who do we got pitching tonight? Do you know? Because I can figure that out. Pitching tonight is as soon as my login works. Here we go. That's working. There we go. We're in. Great. Um, starting for. Oh, we got Wainwright versus Davies. 
Oh, Again. boy. Welcome to 1993. <laughs> Zach Davies coming in 2-2, two and 5-5-8 two, five, five, ERA. 40 innings pitched, only 23 strikeouts. Not great. No. 22 walks, 49 hits. I mean, his whip is one and a half, it looks like-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wainwright, two and four, 46 point or 46 and two thirds innings pitched, 48 hits, 15 walks, 44 strikeouts over those 15 walks. So we're close to three to one for a strikeout, which is what you want from a starting pitcher. Um, but that game's on the on the Espen. Cubs are plus 110 on the money line, kids. Good luck. <laughs> uh, Zach Davies does not exactly instill confidence. No, he doesn't. Although he's pitched better as of late. Uh, today I had Hinjin uh, uh, Rue against the Tampa Bay Rays, who lead the league in strikeouts. Uh, over under five and a half Ks, seven Ks for Hinjin Rue. So, ching for Big Joe. Yeah. Look at Joe. I mean, it's not rocket science. When we're dealing with a Hinjin Rue against the Rays, who lead the American League and or lead baseball in strikeouts, like a duh, like just over. <laughs> You'll be close. I guarantee it. You'll be close. I lost one the other night because I had the uh, Blue Jays pitcher, whomever it was, I had them over like five and a half, whatever. And they had four. So not a great outing, but at the same point, like I'm telling you, like <laughs> Ray strikeouts. Oh, they lead the league by a lot. <laughs> it's not, uh, they're not good. They're, I mean, they're, I mean, they are good at the same, like their team is good. Right. But when you look at the uh, strikeouts and they have 493 strikeouts, and they lead the Phillies by almost 20. Like You're like, probably no. not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you that uh, the trend is your friend, uh, Cubs against the spread are 24 and 20 overall. Okay. Over under, they are uh, 18, 23, and 3. Mm. Uh, in the last 10, they're eight and two against the spread. Well, there you go. There you go. And then head to head, Cubs Cardinals, 14 and 14. Ooh, straight up. Straight up. Mm. Okay. So you can follow that trend, kids. Good luck, kids. All the way to Zach Davies. <laughs> That's right. All the way Good to Zach luck. Davies' disappointment. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Zach Davies just going to color you disappointed. <laughs> I'm guessing, but again, that's why they play him. Right? Sure. Um, the Sox were the number one team on MLB's power rankings last Monday. Guessing this week, yeah, no, they won't be. Probably not. <laughs> no, no, it's probably gonna be the Yankees. And the, to be fair, to be fair, uh, the uh, Yankees have absolutely earned it against the Sox. I mean. The triple play the other night was just disheartening because, again, Andrew Vaughn could have hit it literally anywhere, anywhere else, anywhere, else. <laughs> anywhere, left field, right field, second base, anywhere. You know, at that point, a strikeout's better. At the worst, you would have had, yes, of course, at the worst, you would have had a double play and a guy in third with two outs. 
That was the worst case scenario <laughs> until he hit it right oh. literally on the back, like literally five feet past the bag. And Urshela, of course, playing the line, right, as you want to do when in that situation as a defensive squad. Yeah, so, yeah, so the socks got swept. <laughs> it is what it is. What are you going to do? I mean, what are you going to do? What right? are you going to do? Um, from our friends at uh, Stats Perform, Jane. Yeah. Um, an awesome stat. I'm familiar. An awesome stat from the other night, from the Friday night. Uh, no game in modern MLB history. So history post dead ball era. Did a did two starting pitchers throw ten strikeouts, no walks, and no runs allowed in the same game? That's never happened. Wow! Until Friday, (laughs) (laughs) pitchers just absolutely dealing. Carlos Rodon was ridiculous. He arguably pitched better in this game than he did in his no hitter. Wow. Which is a, a tall order, right? Sure. Uh, he only pitched six innings and he had uh, 95 pitches, but he had no runs allowed, no walks, 13 strikeouts. That's hard, Carl. In six innings. <laughs> right, exactly. So 18 outs, right? Six innings times three, 18 outs, 13 strikeouts. <laughs> what? He was absolutely ridiculous. And then Tony pulled him, and then all hell broke loose. And Kopik pitched all right, but Evan Marshall, not great. Not great. And that's, yeah, that's disappointing. Um, and then there's the coup. Mm. Mm. Got to talk about the coup. On the top. The, uh, they again trounced the Cardinal on Friday. Mm-hmm. Lost by a run, quick 2 1 game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Cubs heading into today, their leading hitter with enough at bats is Chris Bryant, hitting 307, OPS over one. So, of course, this begs the question, Jason, as a Cubs fan. Uh, Chris Bryant's contract up at the end of the year. What do you do at the trade deadline? Yeah, we hit on this last week. Yeah, um, yeah. There's no way he's staying. I mean, Boris won't, won't I, allow that. So I, I think you try to get as much as you can for him. Although, apparently, the Cubs are asking for a king's ransom right now. Well, as they should. Well, you think, but you're only renting him for three months unless you can get a long-term deal done. Yeah, but his three months may be the difference between making World Series or not. not. Yeah. Yeah. Or World Series or not. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So that's where I'm at. I don't want to see him leave. I love the kid. I think he's great. But with Boris as your agent, there's never a hometown discount. There's never, there's never staying around. No. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf hates Scott. Yeah. Actually, it's probably more the reverse Uh because of Alex Fernandez way back in the day. Um, for those who don't know, Alex Fernandez, great pitcher for the White Sox, uh, contract up. Uh, Jerry told him to pound sand get, because he wanted a shit ton of money. Signed with the Marlins, pitched a year, and then blew out his arm and was done in baseball, like finished. <laughs> baseball done. Baseball done. So it's like, 
was Jerry right? Eh, sure, sounds like it, right? Like Boris wanted four years and at the time a ransom amount of money. And Jerry told him, nope, not doing it. Not giving him a four-year contract. And the funny thing is, two years later, gives a two-year con- or a four-year contract to Jaime Navarro, of all yeah. people. I ain't no rookie. You're pinching me out there. Well, he... Uh... <laughs> He told James uh, Baldwin to kick rocks too. Yeah. So JB, my guy, your guy, my guy. But at any rate, so the Cub uh, going into today, as uh, this refreshes here, they are three games back of the Colonel. Again, we talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Get to two if they get a win tonight. Uh, Adam Wainwright, uh, normally a Cub killer. Yeah. My his, la- his last win was against the Cubs. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, uh, he's two and four. Yeah, that's kind of like I'm like. Eh, eh. So we'll see what happens oh, with that. Um, the rest of baseball, uh, as it stands right now, the Red Sox and or Red Sox and Rays tied twenty nine and nineteen. How do the Rays keep doing? Like I'm trying to figure out how this happens. Like oh my god, I can tell you actually how it happens. You ready? Mm-hmm. They play the Orioles. That's what happens. <laughs> the Orioles are terrible. They're not a good team at all. No, but they have good pitching. They have one good pitcher, John Means, who had no hitter. Uh, but the rest of that staff and the relief, not great. No, nah, they're uh, pretty horrible. Uh, Sox lead the AL Central. The Oakland Athletics lead the uh, American League West. Again, not sure how they do that. They just kind of fart wins, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Mets lead the NL East. Um, Cardinals unfortunately lead the NL Central and the NL West. Jason, led by the San Diego Padres, the fathers, which is kind of nuts. I know well, it's early in the not season, really. It's early in the season. I mean, it's a yeah, I mean, before what the surprise is how good the Giants are and how not great the Dodgers yeah, are. Yeah, the not Giants are really, not great, but Giants only one game back. Yeah, they were leading yeah. last cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you look at that squad and you're like, how are they? How are you doing this? Because it's all like, yes, tell you what. Mm-hmm. Best center in the National League I've ever seen. Yes. A little late. <laughs> little yes. Little yes, tell you what. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, it's going to be up for grabs. Obviously, it's real early. We'll know more. They say a lot of the standings are dictated post Memorial Day. Like once Memorial Day happens, which is next Monday, a week from tomorrow, uh, that's kind of the yardstick of who's going to win what. Like if you're in first on Memorial Day, yeah, pretty good indicator of how good you're going to be later. You'll at least be able to hang around. Yeah, you're going to be in the hunt. Yeah, but if you're out of the hunt by then. You're effed. The Angels are absolutely effed. They're fucked. Uh, Mike Trout dead. Baseball dead. Mm. And they're already eight and a half back of the A's. And they're six and a half back of the Astros. Not going to go well. No. You're not catching anybody, Joe. These are not looking good for the old Angels, especially with, again, Mike Trout being dead. Um, hey, this Pujols hasn't at bat as a Dodger yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. I'll look it up in a minute. 
but I want to look up the uh, Mariners batting average as a team. Uh, 198, Jay. Ooh. <laughs> as a team. You're not good. Towards the end of May, their batting average, 198. Trash. Garbage. Um, Who do you know again? Sorry. Um, Pujols is a Dodger. Oh, right, right, right. Let me find that. Hold on. There's only some company that kept. I know, right? Hold on. There it is. No, here we go. Let me find your stats. Uh, Pujols. Well, unfortunately, on this page, they're counting his American League stats. So, yeah. What I have is uh, 210, (laughs) which I'm guessing is not accurate. Uh, There's only a company that kept such information. Oh, wait. uh, There might be. Hold on. Players current. Please hold. Please hold. Oh, here we go. Energize Pujols hits first home run as Dodger. Womp, womp, womp. 668. That's what he's hitting right now for the Dodger. 668. What? No, it's a 668th home run. Oh, sorry. No worries. He's hit a bunch. That's uh, for- yeah. Uh, bah, 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 bah. So 517 was his first date with the Doyer. So 517 to today. So he's been there about a week and he is hitting a robust 263. That is, uh, that's uh, not terrible. Right. Four ABs. And by, and by the way, one hit one rib. Yeah. Six and oh. <laughs> Doyer's six and oh. Granted, to be fair, wow. playing home against the Diamondback and at the Giant. So they're, they're six and oh in games he's played in. Clearly making a difference. World Series. Take that. Because Lord knows the Dodgers sucked without him. Right. Right. They were. Yeah. Awful. Trash without him. Oh, wait, no, they're really good. He's five for 19, a homer, five ribs. There we go. So, uh, music, Jason. Um, yeah, man, let me tell you. Um, this week has been last since our last podcast has been almost epic in the amount of uh shows announced. Mm hmm. People are touring again. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a thing. And I I text Jason every three days. Go, hey, this guy's touring. Hey, where they're playing here. And hey, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's the biggest news, right? That uh, because you have to understand how the music industry works now is bands make their money touring. They do not make it from album sales at all. Um, so here's some of the shows that I looked up this morning and checked out. Uh, Sunvolt, or one of our favorite bands, Sunvolt, is playing Fitzgerald's August 20th, sold out. Jason, so even if we wanted to go, we can't go. Well, is it sold out because of the number of people they can currently have? That's a great question. Yeah, tickets so may be added if they can. Are, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, Jason Isbell, of course, we're going to see uh, on uh, the 21st at the Corn Belter Stadium. Corn Belter Stadium, the day after they are playing what is now known as Wind Trust Field in Schaumburg. 
Yes. Um, the old Boomers. I don't know what it's called. It was it used to be called the Bo- Boomer Stadium or whatever. And they were the Flyers for a minute. <clears throat> they were the Flyers for a couple two trees, sure. Uh, coaches wanting to go to that one. Wants to go to Isbell and Schaumburg? Yeah. Well, let's go. Sure. What the hell? We already spent a gajillion billion dollars on the show at <laughs> let's go see him again i mean i don't care yeah, look who you're talking to yeah. anyway uh drive by truckers are playing the vic october 8th uh patterson hood is playing two shows at city winery next month in june those are sold out uh reckless kelly played at uh city winery i've never been there you've been there no yeah i've heard good things about it Okay, I've heard things bad or good. Okay, uh, Wilco with Sleater Kinney, Jay, August 28th, Pritzker Pavilion. Um, come for the show, stay for the muggings. That's what's gonna happen there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, great place to see a show, like it looks pretty cool to see a show there, but not a great neighborhood no i mean no no i mean it's it, it normally is a great neighborhood normally there's nobody there at this time of night it's literally downtown trying lake mm-hmm. um but a rash of uh, crime in the, in downtown i would not go to the show <laughs> to be fair to be fair. fair i would not go uh lucero our guys playing metro november 5th that might be a fun show to go to I'd go to that show. Wrigley's Wrigley's safer than downtown, which is sad. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not an indictment. That's not great. Uh Bob Mould. Uh full band playing the Vic September 24th. To see him at the Vic would be kind of remarkable, if I'm honest. Uh, but Bob Mould solo with Jason Narducci opening, which means he's gonna obviously jump in at some point with Bob. Uh, at the castle, October 15th. So we need to get on that. And Dr. Sesma has tickets for Bob at First Ave. What? In Minneapolis what? right now. Yeah. We got to talk to Dr. Sesma. Yes. Get Dr. Sesma to fly on a $20 flight down here and get, to, <laughs> get, him, get him going. And then uh, in my searches, John Moreland. Jay. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. this. August 12th, Thalia Hall in Chicago. Hello. Um, that'd be a great show, too. But th- yeah, man. I mean, I, that's oh, where I saw the pod uh podcast festival. Nice. And then uh the final band, um Reckless Kelly, our favorites. You turn me on to Reckless Kelly, they are remarkable. September 21st at Fitzgerald's. It's a good place to see him. It is. I've never been there. I heard it's awesome. I heard oh, it's, it's basically just a bar with a stage. It is. We saw him at Six Strings a couple times in Bloomington. I'm guessing it's about that size? Question mark? I'm going to say a little smaller. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. It's it's comparable. Six Strings-ish. Yes. What you're saying. Um, Better sound, though. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah. I imagine so. So that's September 21st at Fitzgerald's. Um. Look, I'm just happy there's live shows, right? I'm happy to announce any of these. The last, you know, 14 months has just been a kick in the fucking nuts. And uh, it's good to have shows back and be able to even have an option to go see any of these shows is uh, 
I I wouldn't have thought that a year ago. May of 2020, excuse me. May of 2020. I would have never thought. Ever. Oh, no. You know, I would have never thought that we would have get not this early this quickly. Yeah, I would have guessed fall would have been the first. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a dumb music tidbit. Okay. Before we move on to internet things we like. Sure. Um, I was on Spotify this morning and was looking up Oasis. Just kind of whatever. So Wonderwall. Have you heard the song before? Seen this? Hear about this? Uh, <laughs> I'm familiar. Uh, that song alone for Oasis has earned three and a half million dollars. Just on Spotify streams. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 1.1 billion streams of the song. Granted, wow. Spotify on average pays 0. 0.003 of a dollar. So three tenths of a cent mm-hmm. per stream. So the math comes out to just shy of three and a half million dollars just for Wonderwall. <laughs> like, okay, Jesus, what? Yeah. That's crazy, right? And the Isabel has gone on record saying that because he owns the record label that he is on, Southeastern Records. He owns mm-hmm. the record label. And he's gone on record saying, Jason Isbell, the owner of Southeastern Records, check from Spotify is much bigger than Jason Isbell, the artist. The artist. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, crap, man. It's like, oh. But again, I'm just... He's also gone on record saying, put my albums on repeat and just yeah. keep streaming them. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because <laughs> if you want to help, help somebody out. And earlier this week, I thought Wilco was reissuing Sky Blue Sky. Uh, and they mentioned it uh in the, on instagram and stuff like that uh no not the case however uh in early 2022 they're doing the wilco sky blue sky festival they did a couple years ago in mexico uh they play they're the headliner they play three nights three nights they play all three nights uh tweety does a solo bit uh, Autumn Defense, which is John Stratt and uh, one of the other guys in Wilco, their band. A couple other bands come in. I think Ween is going to play there. Um, you can keep Ween. You can keep that. I'm whole good. Thing. Yeah, you can keep the whole thing. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's their festival. Uh, it's coming up uh, apparently 2022, early 2022. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay, what's your internet thing, buddy? What do you got? Uh, not so much interwebs, but. Uh... I don't think I talked about, I know I haven't talked about this one. Um, my wife and I are watching on HBO Max uh, a 30-minute series called uh, Hacks, okay. starring, starring Gene Smart, who apparently is in the HBO Max stable now. Uh, from, yeah, I was going to say, the- designing, like from Designing Women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're, on, you're with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she's on Mayor of Easttown, which I think I brought up on the cast before. A f- fantabulous show. Yeah. Um, if you want to hear bad, I don't. I'm, well, I'm going to say bad. Uh, they're really good, but I don't care for the uh, Pennsylvania accent at all. <laughs> and um, so you don't want to hear an hour of Wani? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh. 
and yeah. it's uh it's Kate Winslet doing it though, which is pretty funny. What? Yeah. <laughs> I knew. I knew. <laughs> it's like, oh mm, boo. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, the show is awesome. And so I'm going back to hacks. So she's also on this show where she plays like a Joan Rivers type. Oh boy. Yeah, where she's like been in Vegas forever. She's been an institution. Uh, she's she sold shit on QVC. Uh, she has holiday albums, this, that, and the other thing. Just kind of coasting now, right? You know, she's you know early sixties, just right. kind of banking. Right. Um, shows aren't hitting anymore, and the uh, hotel's like, yeah, we're gonna, we still want you. You know, we still want you in resonance, and we love it, but we're gonna take away a couple of Saturdays and maybe some friday nights and yeah so uh she gets a young writer and the whole show is about their their interaction and their relationship which is pretty fucking funny nice yeah that's awesome good Uh, stuff i finally signed up for hulu i went with the uh finally upgraded to the disney bundle right oh good man yeah yeah so uh unfortunately ads but i hate them but yeah. Are the bundle so it is what it is. Right. Uh Modoc. <laughs> um so it's a it's it's not really a Marvel Universe tie-in, but Modoc is a badass in the comic books. Um in this show, however, <laughs> uh voiced by Patton Oswalt. Okay. It is a comedy. Um, the best way I can explain it is uh, if you're a Venture Brothers fan, imagine 24-7 with Doc Venture, and that's what it is. Oh, <laughs> wow. It is. That's a little uh, much. And it's mixed in with some robot chicken because Seth Green and his production company mm-hmm. produce. Oh, do Modoc. They do Modoc and they do the robot. Well, I knew, I knew they did the robot chicken. Um, it, is us. it is hilarious. Like, I'm sitting okay. busting laughing. Uh, I've only seen the first two episodes. I'll watch the rest in the next coming days. But good stuff. Oh my god, we all need a little something to make <laughs> us laugh these days. It is. Pat Oswalt is perfect. Like he, I think he helped create it. I think he had a vision for it. I think, and he's uh, a big comic book nerd, <clears throat> huge comic book nerd, and um, killed it. It's absolutely hilarious. I... Well done, Patton. And make sure you watch it. Because again, it's the um, the, for lack of a better word, the cinematography of it mm-hmm. is very robot chicken. Okay, but it's not really dolls. Um, it's animation. It's animation for sure. Okay. And, um, the mouths look more real than the ones on Robot Chicken. Okay. You know, obviously they just kind of paste on. Oh yeah. Weird mouths when they're talking. <clears throat> this looked a lot a lot more um legit. Um yeah, it's <laughs> the first two episodes are great. Um he ends up not spoiling anything, I, I hope, but uh he ends up getting divorced from his wife. Like <laughs> yeah, the first two episodes don't go well for old Modoc. Outstanding. Uh, yeah, it's it, and it it there's a lot of uh current day business that's involved in the show the first two episodes uh you have to watch it to understand that but um yeah i can't i can't recommend it's awesome it's really good i'm gonna watch a few episodes tonight it's really awesome 
Like, Good deal. It's funny as shit. I recommend it. His wife is on an episode too. Um, do you know who his wife is, by the way? Who's this? Patton Noswell. He got married again? Yeah. His wife died. For those of you who yeah. don't know, wife uh, wrote that book. Um, yeah. Michelle McNamara is her mm-hmm. name. Uh, the, about the serial killer in California they caught. Yeah, Golden State Killer. Yes, Golden State Killer caught her. Or him, I should say. Yeah. She passed away from cancer, I believe. Uh, well, no, dude. It, it was completely sudden in oh, bed. I thought it was it, They have no idea. It's like a brain aneurysm or something. There Ooh. was no, no warning whatsoever. Oof. Yeah. It's awful. It left him and his daughter, teenage daughter. Yep. 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 Early, early kid. She's well, six or seven, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, um, his current wife, his remarried wife, Meredith Salinger. Not familiar. Name ring a bell? No. No. Um, she's been in a bunch of 80s movies. Okay. Hot as hell. <laughs> still. Back, back in the day. Oh, still, yeah, she's yeah. You know, she's older. Back in the day. She's kind of our age. Uh okay. age. Uh, but she was in uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's start. 1985, Journey of Natty Gan. Can't help you. Uh she was in she's in Lake Placid. Oh yeah? Yeah. 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 The one with the crocodile and Betty White. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's a good show. God, what was her thing? She was in a uh I mean Journey and Eddie Gam was kind of a thing. Um if you saw a picture of her, you would know who she is. Okay. She's literally legit our age. She was born March 14th, 1970. Okay. Um beautiful woman. It really is beautiful one and stumbled on Pat Oswalt somehow. So, hey, <laughs> so good on her. Yeah. Well, good, good on Pat. On I'm good on Pat. Yeah, man. Like to, uh, to have her wife unfortunately pass away, but yeah, kill her. Like it was her book that led the, you know, yeah, and subsequent conviction of this asshole that did the Golden State murders yeah and she didn't get to see it no unfortunately she didn't get to see it which sucks yeah Yeah. i mean she spent 10 years doing that yeah she spent a good chunk of her adult life with Patton, right doing that uh clock and wall jason oh i'm looking at my guchai is about that time time. it is uh thanks for listening to this episode of a sad podcast uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter. I'm at Triple Indies. Jason's at J the letter. The letter. So, Shirley, we're on Facebook. www.facebook.com slash it's that pod. You can email us, joe at it's that podcast.com or jason at that podcast.com. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Now, Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, play it's that podcast through the playing app. Rate, review, and subscribe don't cost you nothing. We think it really doesn't. We thank you for doing it. And we thank you for listening to this episode. Wait, before oh. we, before before we get the final propers, I uh, yeah. I'm re- would be remiss if I didn't say that uh, Michael Edwards. Let's turn to oh, right. Turn two months this this week. Oh, good. So yeah. he put up put up a big episode. Go out there, check it out. Give him a thumbs up. Give him a subscribe. Please do. He's a good kid. And uh, we were talking earlier about uh, the Bears. Sunday night game. Yeah. And uh, how 
how there's probably 98% chance that that's going to get flexed. The late one. Yeah. 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 Probably. Uh, Anyway, we'll his his line was uh, it's going to get flexed faster than Schwarzenegger in the eighties. <laughs> hey, hey now, hey now, hey now, hello, 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 hey now. So anything else is this episode? What's up, Fuck the Packers! Fuck the Packers! And the Cardinals! And the Cardinals! Especially tonight. Yeah, and the Yankees. Oh, and the Yankees can eat my dick. And the yeah, Twins. I mean, come on, man. Twins can eat it all. Fuck them. Oh, wow. Well, you know, I don't even think we need to pile on them anymore. I think they, no. it's nine in a row. Nah. <laughs> it's like, come nah, on. Pile, we got to pile on their ass. Fuck them. Okay. Yeah, no, they need to lose it. Just keep that's, kicking, that's kicking the thing, balls. Right? No, it's a funny thing. Like, everybody's like, oh, well, we, we didn't talk about the Urban Mercedes dealio. Oh, and Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Them. Yeah. That's super fucked the twins. Right. You yeah. know what? I mean, I heard active baseball. Well, did you hear CC? Yeah. That was outstanding. Indeed. Basically, he's like, you can put a position player out there because you get what you no, get. Bro. You tee off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 3-0, fuck you. No, doesn't matter. On 45 fucking miles an hour. Ephus pitches. Yeah. You're going to trash beat. So fuck the twins. I mean, the, qu- the, question, the question is, did he miss the sign or not? Who cares? Eh, Tony, apologize. Fuck you. Don't apologize for that shit. You know, I... If you want to apologize to like the, I'm sorry to cut off the end. No, but yeah. If you want to apologize to the angels or the rays or the, you know, the fucking Indians even. All right. Fair enough. Not the twinks. The twins? You know, what? No. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh uh. Uh uh. Exactly. No, you don't apologize to the twins. Absolutely not. Well, but and then credo. this could be an this could be an entire episode. But if you know Tony's past his prime and they're winning in spite of him, and right, uh, the riot was on with uh, Spiegel this morning. Yeah, and um, I'm guessing he's pretty right wingy, and he was just like, if they let Tony or if they let Larusa be Larusa, they'll win the World Series. I don't know if they can. You can do that in these this day and age, but no, no, wrong. Yes, that wrong. That's Ryan Terrio for you. That's not true, Ryan Terrio. Wrong. Fuck the Twins. And yeah, the and the Packers, the Pack- especially the Cardinals tonight. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. We'll see. You. Be good.